Howdy, y'all. It's October, and to any Texan, that means 24 days of the Great State Fair of Texas. I even flew in for it. Whitney gives y'all a brief history of our nation's biggest state fair, and we both agree that the reason for the season is a corny dog and a selfie with the fair mascot, Big Tex. Then we welcome strong Texas sisters, Tiffany and Melinda Taylor, who talk to us about their brilliant mother, Margie. They help us kick off a month of Halloween stories where we learn that Mama Margie took the holiday seriously by hand sewing all of her kids' costumes that still live on today. No tricks here. We've scored a sweet discount for all you listeners out there for Tiff's treats because one of today's siblings is Tiffany Taylor, the founder of the cookie empire Tiff's treats. Through the month of November, use promo code HEYSIS15, that's H-E-Y-S-I-S 15 for 15% off cookies at Tiff's Treats online at cookiedelivery.com. Grab your fork and grab your knife. Morning, afternoon, and night. Mama's recipe and mine. We're about to have a good time. Hey, sis, eat this. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. You don't look too good over there. I'm a little bit on the struggle bus. I'm not going to lie. You know, you were in town last week. We had a great time. Went to the fair with some friends on um, Friday night and been putting up all the Halloween decorations. And we've just been going, going, going. And it's caught up with me. I'm not feeling great. I'm on that cusp, but when you know you're about to get real sick. Yeah. Well, I can tell in your voice that you don't sound too good. I know. And my energy's low. So I apologize to everyone in advance, but I'm still going to bring it today as much as I can. To go back to the fair a second time, that's ambitious. The Texas State Fair. We should tell our listeners a little bit about the great state fair of Texas and our adventures there last week. We should, and we will. I love the fair. When Courtney and I were living in LA, we would often come back to just come to the fair because when we were growing up, it was a staple. The whole state gave the schools a day off called fair day and you would go and you'd get a free ticket and you could go to the fair. Yeah, it was a big deal. It was super fun. That's when I got my period for the first time was fair day. I remember I was really excited to go to the fair um, in seventh Aww. grade, and I woke up in the morning and I thought it was diarrhea, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was it was my period. I oh became a God. woman that day. Oh, yeah. But then I went to the fair. I have an even more embarrassing story. I went oh, with from some, the fair. Yeah, I don't even know if I've ever told you this. Actually, I what? went with some like a friend and her mom and dad, and I was young, like first or second grade maybe. And mm -hmm. I had to pee so bad. Mm -hmm. The parents were like dicking around and I like peed myself, but I like didn't Aww. tell them because I was so embarrassed. And Aww. I was wearing like those leggings that had the little skirt over it. You remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor thing. I know it was so embarrassing, but. We had fun with Storage Wars, Mary Padian. We sure did. We recruited her to come be our camera woman, but we just needed her to be in every shot because she's just hilarious and we have the best time with her. It was just a blast going with Mary and it was really funny when people would recognize her. I know you from that show. Right. And he's like, <laughs> give him a fist bump. It was just so funny. That was so funny. 
I have pulled a few fun facts about the state fair. Okay, yeah, we should share that. Because I know we think it's a BFD, but I don't know if the rest of the country really does. So I pulled some facts. So the state fair is 137 years old. That's old. Real old. It's the largest in the nation with over 2 million people visiting each year. We always go for the food. Yeah, the primary reason we go is to try all the exotic food that comes in each year. Yes. All the different fried food mm-hmm. crazes. Yeah. So probably the biggest well-known food at the fair is Fletcher's Original Corny Dogs. And they Which debuted, yes, at the Texas State Fair in 1942. And over 500,000 corny dogs are sold annually throughout the 24-day run of the fair. 500,000 corny dogs? 500,000. Mine was a brisket corny dog. And you did turkey? I did turkey. And then on Friday night, I split a corn dog with Andrea, which is probably why I'm sick because she's sick too. And we split just the OG, I guess it's pork. pork. Yeah. Yeah. With mustard. We're mustard people. There's a... There is, there are two different types. You can fall into two different corny dog categories. Do you eat yours with ketchup or do you eat it with mustard? We're mm-hmm. mustard people. Yeah, definitely. You know, I surprisingly really enjoyed our big, huge turkey leg that we split. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. It was really good. It was I like that crispy skin and... Mm. Oh, and that smoky flavor. Yeah. Well, I, I just think that, you know, those big turkey legs in the past have always looked pretty intimidating to me, yeah. but... You know, I do like a smoked meat and turkey is one of my favorite mm-hmm. meats. And I thought it was great. And we paired it with just a big, huge dill pickle and yeah. barbecue sauce. And yes. there's nothing better. I agree. And then we washed it down with some vodka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at the state fair, because of all the wacky alcohol rules in Texas, you can get beer and you can get wine at the state fair, but you cannot get hard alcohol, but everywhere. And I didn't know this because everywhere you look, there's like the daiquiri booth or the, um, right. A margarita, like bloody Mary's margarita yeah. is like all this stuff. And so we went up to one of the vendors and I just really, you know, I love me a good BM, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in, in all different ways and yep. all senses of the word. And it looked so good. And so, um, Mary Padian and I decided we'd get a Bloody Mary. And I said, well, what, you're not allowed to put, vo- well, what's in it first before we ask? <laughs> and the guy's like, Voshka. We're like, Voshka. <laughs> and then we're like, what is Voshka? Not vodka. How does that differentiate from vodka? Let me, how do I describe this? He pulls out a, a gallon jug, like you would see of rubbing alcohol or Lysol. Uh, yeah, like a cleaning supply <laughs> looking jug. Or the handle. And he shows us, it says Voshka, I believe it's V-O-S-C-H-K-A. And it gave the percentage of alcohol. Which was 16%. Which is not that much, right? No, regular vodka I looked up as 40%. Oh, so right. No wonder I didn't even feel yeah anything. But um. The tomato juice was great. So we decided we'd go for it, even though after I Googled it, I didn't see anything on Google called Voshka. I'm pretty sure we drank cleaning alcohol in our Bloody Mary. Um, I'm not convinced that it wasn't some sort of cleaning supply. Maybe it saved you from this cold I got. Yeah, maybe. You know, I'm all about a little alcohol to knock things out. But seriously, I think that the biggest draw to the fair and something that we realized when we interviewed a few people is that you have to go and you want to go to the state fair to see big techs. 
Gosh, you sound like a man right now. Big tax. Big tax. Yeah, big tax is the is the draw. I got a little fun facts about him as well. Yeah, well, should we explain what big tax is? Well, I'm, I think I'd like to put up my little statement here first. Oh, a big tech statement. In 1952, an oversized Santa Claus statue that once sat atop a department store in Karens, Texas, was refitted with jeans and a cowboy hat. Big Tex was born. <laughs> oh. He was 52 feet tall. Okay. And I've put together a little song for you, Courtney. Oh. Because we, we've discussed Big Tex over the years. He's, he's been mm. a staple at the fair. and um, He no longer looks like Santa Claus, though. No, they did a really good job. I mean, there's been many iterations of him over mm-hmm. the years. I want to get into that and ask you, where were you when Big Tech started burning that October day? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've repurposed the Alan Jackson song. Yeah. What is that? Well, the Alan Jackson song? I, pro- I don't want to seem insensitive, but it is about 9-11. But oh. it just that opening line really fit well with, where were you? with oh. Big Tech's. <laughs> Well, okay. First of all, in 2000 and what, 14, it was 12. 15? It was 2012. October 19th, 2012. Yeah. Big Tex caught fire. An electrical malfunction in the mechanical neck of Big Tex caused a fire that quickly engulfed the icon- iconic talking cowboy in flames. Yeah. And I know exactly where I was. I was pregnant sitting on my couch <laughs> with uh, our friend Ashley <laughs> and uh, our who's also from Dallas and our phone, we were in Los Angeles and our phones started blowing up by both of our moms saying like, big Texas burning, big Texas burning. <laughs> and we went on the internet to look at it. It was like a goddamn horror show. This 50 plus <laughs> tall cowboy just in flames. Like it was the scariest thing. I exactly remember where I was as if it were yesterday. Well, that's funny. You mentioned that the cowboy in flames because the dispatcher that called in mm-hmm. with the report said, Got a rather tall cowboy with his clothes burned off. (laughs) (laughs) Why does that not surprise me? The fair is just a big deal. What can I say? It means a lot to us. Part of our childhood. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things. I get a season pass and I go several times a year. We've clearly gotten past the trauma of having our period and peeing ourselves um, <laughs> the day of fair day. And we, we've we come to love it again. You know, we worked through that trauma and it's very near and dear to our heart. It truly is. And then from the fair, Whitney, we had a busy week. We went on to our YouTube conference, Vid Summit, where we got shamed by fellow content creators because our camera work is so shoddy and uh, realized that... We didn't know a lot of the YouTubers that we should know about, I guess. Because we're goddamn podcasters, okay? We're not YouTubers yet. And I don't know if we ever will be, but uh, definitely put things into perspective for us. We learned uh, a lot. We can say that. We'll still be putting our episodes up on YouTube if anybody wants to tune into that. And other fun things like our trip to the state fair. We're going to get that going and and put that up there as well. I did have a creepy Courtney... Struck again, meeting a celebrity content creator, though, when we were there with Jordan Matter. Oh, my God. Yes, you did. I know. I just have such a problem <laughs> when I when I meet influential people. I just have to go creepy for some reason. And I didn't mean to. And no. it was so awkward. Why don't you tell our listeners what happened? Well, we met Jordan Matter, who has 10 million plus subscribers. He's a very influential guy. He's an older gentleman. 
he's an older, he's 57 and he does all this content with his daughter who's a gymnast. And my kids are absolutely obsessed with him. So when they knew that he was going to be there, they said, mommy, there's only one person you have to meet. You got to see Jordan Matter. You got to meet Jordan Matter. So we had the opportunity to talk to him after a lecture and he was as nice as can be. And I don't know why I just get nervous and I start stammering. And I'm like, oh, my daughters love you. Love your daughter, Salish. Like had to drop the daughter's name. And I just love Salish so much. And um, it's funny. I, I, well, I actually even know where she takes gymnastics because my kids told me. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. Well, what did he say? He was like, oh, um, yeah, it's been a little different since we moved to uh, L.A. from New York. We've been wondering, like, should we get security? Should we, you know, there's so many people that, that kind of know our lives from YouTube. So oh, I felt horrible. I didn't mean to scare him. I just because I was just trying desperately to make a connection. And, you know, I oh, just funny. I mean, we, we could do a whole podcast on celebrities that I meet who I geek out on and mm-hmm. embarrass myself. So Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum and Natalie Maines to yep. note and Larry David, but yeah, and Seal. Right. <laughs> oh, and Owen Wilson at Mikasina. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> you might oh, need to write a Lord book. Lord have mercy. I could write a book and keep me away. I'm a weirdo. Anyway. Uh, okay. But that was, it was fun. Yeah. It was, it was, it was fun. It was interesting. Well, speaking of large animatronic things. We were speaking. Oh yeah. Big text. We have finally put up our Halloween decorations. Oh. Not all of them, but you know, we go all out and I do. So we put the, you know, Grim Reaper boat out there. And then mm-hmm. Mama Ashley, for all the hard work Lance had done on their house, she mm-hmm. bought him this witch. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to, I tried to FaceTime y'all yesterday to show you, but oh. I'm going to have to FaceTime y'all later today. And it's as if she's on this broom that's like sticking in the ground and she's flying mm-hmm. behind it. Ooh. It is wild. So okay, I was working from the couch today, just kind of relaxing on my laptop and people are just driving by and slowing down oh, and looking at our house. And then I look out there and there's these two women who are walking and they're walking by our house, videoing all of our Halloween <laughs> decorations. So are you finally beating Brad next door, whose decorations are pretty awesome as well? Well, they, they kind of do a drive by of both. We kick it off. Yeah. And we also sent out our Halloween party invitation yesterday, which was very late mm-hmm. for us, but it is mm-hmm. a one foot in the grave, a geriatric Halloween. We know. And it's pretty funny to think of what chat GPT can come up with for a Halloween invite. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah. We put it in there and uh, it was, it's pretty good. I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up. I didn't invite you because I know you're not going to be in town. So yeah, I'm having my own Halloween. So yeah, you are trying to figure out my menu because we want to do spooky double eggs again. And um, <laughs> that's what we call them in my house. Spooky double eggs and chili. And I think I can, I'm trying to decide between pulled pulled brisket and pulled chicken sandwiches or um, just like tacos. So mm. I'm, I'm deciding if I'm going to go more Mexican or more barbecue uh, but I'm going to, this, my party is going to double in size this year because my neighbor, she says, I'm done. I'm tired. I can't do it this year, but we all have mutual friends. So mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of take on that overload. So I told her she has to bring the chicken nuggets for the kids. 
Um, there you go. And I'll do the adult food. Yeah. Yeah. Our invitation says a geriatric Halloween, one foot in the grave. Let's rave. Dust off mm-hmm. those old cardigans and roll out your walkers. Join us this Halloween <laughs> for the most geriatric gathering of the year at the Viewside <laughs> Retirement Home. Viewside is our street, obviously. Dress as your future 90-year-old self and party like it's your last until next year. RSVP before your hearing aid battery dies and your memory fades. <laughs> Frinkles and giggles. The Walders. <laughs> and I just noticed why I spelled our last name wrong. <laughs> well, that's, an, that's a senior mistake right there. Oh, yeah. See, I can just blame it on that. Yeah. Um, that's really funny. Chat GBT really funny. did that? Yes. That's hysterical. Yeah, we've got a lot of fun things planned. Well, since we're on the topic of Halloween, I think this is a perfect segue into introducing today's guests, Tiffany and Melinda Taylor. Mm-hmm. We're getting Halloween started early this year with the sweet treats with these two sisters because Tiffany is the founder of Tiff's Treats, the warm cookie delivery company that yes. has over 90 locations now in six different states. And they're both sweethearts. And we'll learn all about the both of them and their incredible mother, Margie, in this next episode. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. This is one of those cool reunion episodes where we get to meet up with some people from our childhood. And I think we might have only met them once or twice before the age that I was 10. So I'm not sure if anybody here remembers meeting. I do. But our dads used to work together in the advertising business. And they worked very closely together for most of their careers. Whitney, do you have any memories of these girls? I don't. But I definitely remember their father, uh-huh. uh, Steve. And I just remember hearing about them. Right. But here we are, 30 plus years later. And we've hunted them down. Mm-hmm. And today we're thrilled to welcome sisters, Melinda and Tiffany, formerly known Taylor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we know, yeah, the Taylor sisters. So welcome to Hey Sis, Eat This, Melinda and Tiffany. Thank you. Hello. Hi, thanks for having us. We want to give our audience a little background on the both of you. Uh, Melinda is a news producer for the Morning Good Day TV show on the KDFW Fox Dallas television network. She's a writer for and producer for uh, the show. And she's a mom of three boys and a breast cancer survivor. So yes. congratulations. Thank and you. that's Thank you. amazing. Well, moving on to her sister, Tiffany. Tiffany is the founder of a massive cookie empire. And if you have been living under a rock and you don't know about this amazing bakery that delivers hot, fresh cookies, Tiff's Treats, it's delicious. And if I had a dollar every time Mama Ashley told me, well, you know that that Tiff's Treats was started by Tiffany Tyler in her dorm room. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it a lot. I would be rich. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) I love it. Anytime you hear about Tiff's Treats. Well, you know, you knew them growing up, you know, so. And she even said it today when she came over. So That's a perfect mom thing. All moms. Right? All moms are like, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. But but it is true. Tiffany and her boyfriend, now husband, indeed started the business in college in 1999. 
It now has over 86 locations in four. We're at 90, actually. Oh, hell nice. yes. Yeah, you are. 90 <laughs> locations across four states. Are you still at four states or did we bump into a new state? I'll have to count them one sec. Sorry, I don't have this off the top of my head. Well, she's at a pop-up in California. Yeah, there's a new so, state. If you're going to count yeah. California too, which I, I think, think I should. would, that would yeah. be five. Um, let me, let me, at six, I think. This is this hot Colorado off the press. Since you printed that, she yes, just opened just six added. more stores. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, the website needs to be updated yeah. hourly. <laughs> right. But Tiffany is also a mom of two twin eight-year-olds girl and a boy. Well, we also know that you have a brother, Dustin, yep. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And my mom couldn't remember if it was Justin or Dustin, but I'm like, it's Dustin. I mean, yep. <laughs> cause I can, I'm the only one that here at the party that can remember anything. So I remember <laughs> it's Dustin. Um, and he can't be with us today, but we want to know a little bit about him. And, um, also tell us where the three of you fall in line, Melinda. Okay. I'm the oldest. Okay. And Tiff is maybe just shy of three years younger than me. And then Dustin is just shy of three years younger than her. Okay. Yeah. I'm exactly in the middle. Yep. Tell us a little bit about Dustin since he can't be here. Dustin was just here today in my office. Oh, so Dustin, wow. Dustin owns a advertising agency called The Shop out of Dallas, Mm -hmm. and we are one of his clients. So I actually just had a meeting with him this morning, and I've been seeing him putter around the office today. But he actually lives in Dallas, so I would say that Melinda sees him probably more than me. I mean, family-wise, yes. Business-wise, you two see each other a lot. Just the two of you. (laughs) Just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. But we do a lot of family stuff together, given that we're right here together. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's I mean, nice. how, what do you, I mean, we can talk offline later, Tiffany, about being in business with your sibling, but that's just, you. Uh, <laughs> well, I know, I think the thing is like being in business is different than yeah. being vendor relationship, but it's, it's, yeah, yeah, I guess that's got its own um, pieces to navigate. It's actually amazing and I love it and I'm grateful <laughs> for it. I'm just giving her a I'm hard sure time. I'm sure it's got its ups and its It downs, does. She know? may be older, but I still boss her around. I uh, get the, the one who's known to be bossy. Oh. Of the, yeah. So we were talking about whether we remember each other and kind of this history between the Ashleys and the Taylors. But here's something that we learned a few hours ago is that your parents were at our parents' wedding in 1970. Really? Yes. Because Mama Ashley, our mom, her parents... Were good friends with your grandparents. Yes. Yes. They all went to the same church First United Methodist Church, They were in Sunday school together? Yes. Yes. The double ring class, I think. (laughs) That's right, the double ring. What's the double ring class? It's their Sunday... It's our grandma's Sunday school class. They were the single... I think they were called single ring or something they were like in a singles oh. class and they all ended up married and so they had double rings oh and so it turned into the double ring class oh my gosh we're gonna have to ask my mom about that wow yeah. so it was like then it became like couples of then it was a couples sunday. class yeah and then it, i mean they just grew up together and yeah that's what my mom know. said they were in sunday school together yes yeah. that's so funny and then that she saw your mom every week at sunday school yeah and for a second i thought you were saying that they were like in a swingers club like double <laughs> rings i was did. like what I does that know. mean i mean they had a lot of social events you never I know what was going on in the 50s i have seen parties with lays around and like 
you know, Hawaiian coconut bras. We're going to need to see these. Now that you look back on it, what were those I'm double wondering. ringers? Yeah. Oh we don't God. know. I need it. We need. We to, were five. And we need photos of that if you find there anything. There are photos yeah. of yes. the coconut bras. <laughs> well, I, um, you know, so I, I, we, I called my mom today before you guys were coming over and I was like, mom, do you remember like anything about Margie? And so she was like, okay, yeah. We went to Sandy school and she is brilliant. And I was like, really? Why? She, she gave me no evidence to back it up that she's brilliant, but she's very, with much conviction, said she's brilliant. Well, she can put together a crossword puzzle. Like Okay. All right. Well, that's, so, that's, yeah. that's a sign. <laughs> and uh, she has a large vocabulary. Okay. She will correct you and pull out a word you have never yeah. heard before <laughs> and then use it correctly. And you just have to assume. Yeah. Context like, clues all the way with her. Right. Googling, yeah, right. Like Siri, tell me yeah. what such and such. Well, she says it with confidence. So, yeah. well, I also thought it was really sweet because she said, you know, I have a really sweet memory when we first moved to Dallas and Whitney was just only a few weeks old she had us over for dinner. They had us over for dinner. And that is where I remember playing with you girls. I remember Tiffany's blonde hair, really, really white blonde hair. I don't remember anything else about the night, but I remember playing with two little girls. I would have been about six, seven years old. So this was at our house, your house, you, we had just moved and and Whitney was an infant and your mom was just welcoming us because our dads were going to be working together. And she generously, as my mom said, had us over for dinner when we were new to town. And was, she just remembers it being like lovely. She's like, I don't remember what we ate or anything, but I just remember it was very warm and sweet. So that's, she was very appreciative of it still to this day. Yeah. What a good memory. That's nice. No, isn't that sweet? So, Tiffany, we've established that your mother is brilliant, according to Mama Ashley. But what else can you tell us about Mama Margie? First of all, I love that Mama Ashley name that you guys use. And then when you place it on Margie, I can see her right now. She will (laughs) not like that. Okay, should we rename her? What are we going to call her? Marjorie. Well, my, yeah. I think she would go with Margie. She Margie, doesn't even yes. like to be called ma'am. Everything that you say ages her in her oh, mind. So okay. she would want to just be your friend. You know, she's okay. just going to want to be the plain old Margie, not ma'am, not, um, you know, anyway. So that, that, that makes me laugh because even thinking of her as a. If as it makes way. her feel better, we call all the mothers that we talk about on this show, mama, whatever their name is. And <laughs> even though our mom's name is Margaret. All of our friends as kids called her Mama Ashley because that's our last name. But we've just adopted that sort of Mama saying because we think it's sweet. You know, I think it's I cute. It. My kids still call me I, Mama. Yeah. Aw. Yeah, I think it's cute too and sweet. <laughs> there is no talking her out of. Well, they're only saying that because I'm old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's my best. <laughs> we used Marge to joke with her all the time and be like, "Well, how about Large Marge? Can we call <laughs> you Large Marge?" Oh my god, <laughs> she loved that one equally. That's so funny. So tell us about her. Oh, she's great. She's um, a very, very fun person. Uh, Always has been. She's always up for a good prank. Um, I remember coming out on April Fool's Day and she had a big blonde wig. She's got auburn hair, kind Mm -hmm. of always has. And so she has this platinum blonde hair one day when I'm coming out as a kid. And this is just very her. And she played it off for a long time. And... (laughs) She just has a really fun spirit. Uh-huh. Uh, she's very youthful at heart. I think in her mind, she is 22 um, and there's no talking her out of that. So mm. she's definitely a 22 year old trapped in whatever. We won't uh, say. You know, yeah. age she, 
she is now. She will still go on roller coasters with me. Oh, oh yeah. She loves roller coasters. That's going to be me too. Well, Melinda, you you chime in here. Tell us a little bit about. I her mean, and I your would words. agree. Yeah. The fun spirit, like I say, she loves roller coasters. My husband will not do them with me anymore. <laughs> and even as will. I get a little older, I'm starting to be like, mm, maybe I don't want to do that. But I still love the thrill of it. I enjoy heights. She enjoys heights. Um, so going to the fair, going to Six Flags, something like that. Yeah. She is up She's adventurous for doing those things. She's really physically nimble. So on the opposite end, uh-huh. she loves nature walks. Oh, Just yeah. slow, enjoying, pointing out all the things. Mm. Every road trip we went on, she would have it mapped out. She would get the, you know, Exxon mobile right. yeah. travel guide yeah. for right. every yeah. vacation, yeah. which we drove to every vacation. Right. And all along the way, we would stop and she would find a nature trail and we would take it. It was constant nature trails. Well, I'm going to add one question before we Please. move on to the next. How has Margie inspired you with your company? Like, with, was it the recipes? Were those her cookie recipes? Where's Margie's footprint on your, on your, on your business? Yeah. I mean, Margie is the one who got me into baking cookies at all. Uh, It was something that we would do together. She's definitely passed that on to me. I learned all of those recipes came from either her or her mother as well. So um, she's a hundred percent in all of that. And then she was very involved um, even in the business for years after she retired teaching, she actually came on as a bookkeeper for us and did that for many years too. So um, even being supportive, in in that way later on in a different aspect um but yeah there's there's no tips treats without margie that's for sure that's otherwise i wouldn't have i wouldn't have done the baking oh i love that i'm so glad to hear that how is it working with your mother well you know we didn't work side by side right, all the time. Right. I definitely did the onboarding training. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that because that was also a lot of computer stuff. Oh, gosh. And I just wouldn't recommend that for any mother and daughter duo. Oh, yeah. Um, but- <laughs> We got through it and she's a great, um, you know, she's, you can't find anybody who works harder than she does. She's the hardest worker uh, I've ever met and so unbelievably dedicated, which she was as a teacher as well, really like almost overly dedicated. You know, there's some of those teachers that you grew up with that are just totally above and beyond. And that's what she was like in her career there. And then she just takes it into everything that she does. So she also instilled a really great work ethic in the both of you, it sounds like. I I would assume so. I mean, I don't know that she, you know, outright said the things, but it was more just modeling her behavior. I think, you know, like she was very into it. She loved her children besides us being her children, her school children, Mm -hmm. loved, loved, loved those children. Three years ago, I was with her in Dallas and an adult, a young adult came up and said, Mrs. Taylor, you were my ex grade teacher and you were the only one who believed in me. And it was such a touching oh. moment. She had made such an impact on this life, but here's wow. the crazy thing. She knew exactly who that was oh, and she said always, them by name always. and said, of course, I remember you and everything. So to imagine how many mm. students she had over the course of the mm. time that she worked there. And then this would have been a huge, the last time oh, she 20 years later, been, probably. It, yeah, yeah, at least. And yeah. And she's knowing these people. So she really made a huge impact God. on a bunch of children's lives. Mama Ashley was right. She is brilliant. I know. <laughs> well, you know, and mom kept saying, she's just so sweet. She's so sweet. We're really curious because, as we said, our dads used to work together and they traveled a lot when we were growing up. So how did 
our friend Margie <laughs> handle kind of the dinner and the dinner table? What was it like? Uh, for me, my recollection is we always ate at home. Okay. I think in later years, they kind of turned it. Once I had moved out, perhaps, mm -hmm. it got a little more relaxed and we they went out to eat a lot more. One less kid. Um, yeah, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> One less, you know, activity to right. coordinate. Mm -hmm. What I remember is mom always cooking and kind of interesting dishes. I mean, the chip beef on toast that everybody Ooh. from the 80s yes. remembers. She would make spinach crepes, Ooh, which is, mm. I can't believe Delicious. it, but I remember us all Were they good? eating it. Okay. Yes, I we remember We might need that good. recipe. I've never made it since, Okay, but I remember it being good. I mean, she like had the little crepe maker and everything. Wow. Sounds good. Um, she would make, she would make homemade pizza. We did that for years. Mm -hmm. And then at some point during the years, Tiff, do you remember she, we realized, you know, like um, delivery pizza. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it, well, wasn't, it wasn't a big thing until wasn't the a big 80s. Thing. Maybe so. No, not at all. And we started getting delivery pizza maybe like once a week. And she was very well known for getting extra sauce. Oh. And we were like, no, please. Oh, God, not on mine. Oh, that's ah. so get extra yeah. sauce on the side. We got it from Mr. Jim's because that yes. was her favorite place. <laughs> yes. And Never heard of Mr. Jim's. She would clobber it. With, oh, it was just I don't even know how they, I don't know what she said to them on the phone, extra, but the way it came sauce. to us was just a pile of sauce. There was on no top cheese. It seemed like there was no cheese. It because was, they put it on top, which yeah. actually as an adult, I'm yeah. like, mm, that sounds kind of good. Yeah. But to like Not a, as a five, kid, Ooh. a seven and a nine year old, we were like, well, yeah. it's ruined. Right. So we always <laughs> yeah. laugh about those Mr. Jim pizzas. That's funny. But I guess that was her indulgence. You know, why, why not? Mom deserves, you know, she's right. paying for it. I yeah. want to know why not she just sauce. didn't get a side of sauce. I think eventually she realized <laughs> she could get it on the side. If you don't mind, can we circle back to the road trips that you mentioned earlier? It sounds like Margie got a lot of joy out of planning those trips. Okay. Let's see. I mean, so we would take a summer vacation every year. Every now and again, we would fly, but for the most part, we drove. would drive. <laughs> road yeah. trip. We would take road trips, whether we were going, you know, it, it, the destination was only part of the family vacation. Mm -hmm. So driving there, my mom had planned out all the steps along the way. Like AAA map. She had the yeah. map. Yeah. <laughs> and she had it all figured Highlighted. out and we would stop here and there was a nature trail here when we would stop here and there. And we didn't do like the you know, giant ball of yarn. We've got to see that. It was more like <laughs> nature trails and Tiff, help me. What were some of the other, it was just destinations all along the way. Okay. Um, yeah, little spot, little cities along the way. Cities. And then the way that we would work the lodging was once we kind of got near, then they would slow down for a motel and we would shout for the ones that said pool. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then we my the dad pool. would pull over and he'd walk in and see if they had a room. And then oh. we'd anxiously wait in the car to see. And then he would come back and it was either a yes or a no. Oh. It just kind of blows your mind now yes, because for sure. you know, we wouldn't do it that way, but they didn't. It's also mind boggling how much she could do without the internet. I was All of say, these sites yeah. that she's talking about. I think she might have gone to the library. She did. I mean, she, she went, went to, to the library yeah. and looked but, looked but everything up along the way. I remember like because we did some road trips and you would go to the AAA office and tell them where you were going and they would make maps for you and it had the motels and the gas stations and the restaurants like along the way so you could kind of plan where you're going to stop. But that was you know those are the old days. Yeah. Another thing on our road trips is we would have a cooler ah. with a gallon of milk, chill, and like no, like we didn't have bottled water, 
So if you were we thirsty, never drink water. no, we never drink water. We sort. always drink never. milk. And if you were thirsty on your road trip, you yeah, would pour a glass of milk. Oh my in the god! I, I mean, mean, what's the funniest thing great. about that? I guess Margie hates milk. Yeah, she hates, hates milk. Can't drink it. So does our mom. But she raised us exclusively, exclusively milk. I mean, on do milk. you think Exclusive. that's sort of what inspired you to do like your cookies and milk sort of deal? I mean, <laughs> Maybe it's just ingrained. I, mean, I know I had to offset that milk with. <laughs> something that oh paired. My God, that's I actually funny. love milk. I mean, yeah. that's the thing is like, that's, yeah. she succeeded. She right. raised us. And yeah. I mean, that does, to me, that doesn't even seem gross, that milk in the back. But mm. I have a couple <laughs> friends that just recently learned that I will pour and drink a glass of milk. As I an do adult. too. I still have it with dinner sometimes. Are you serious? <laughs> I would too. Yeah. Like with a peanut butter and jelly. An entire glass of milk. Like I'm six. Our stepdad <laughs> does that and yeah. yes. he has milk with dinner. I can't imagine. Yeah. I'm much more about the, I'd rather have boxed wine at dinner <laughs> than milk. That is for sure. <laughs> well, on these vacations, y'all probably had to stop along the way at the motels, but also for food. So were there any memorable places that you guys went for dining out on the road? One trip, and I don't remember the year, but we probably were all in, I was probably at least in junior high. Maybe you guys were elementary. It became a running joke. There were waffle houses (laughs) everywhere. Oh yeah. Well, you must've been traveling in the South. Uh, I'm sure we were. Um, I, I don't know what our destination was, but yeah. there was a waffle house. I swear every third exit oh, and it became so such a joke. I'm not even sure we actually ate at one at all, <laughs> right? But, <laughs> but we saw the signs and then mom and dad made up a huge song about it and we ended up singing all about it. And then we turned it into a song. <laughs> the whole family sang and we sang it at a church talent show. You did not. All about the waffle house. Stop it. Oh my God. I just <laughs> almost did. spit out my wine. Can you- <laughs> Wait, can, is it, can anyone do a little rendition of it? I mean, I think it just said like Waffle House, Waffle House. No, no, no. It was a parody from, it was from Fiddler on the Roof, oh. which I think the real words are a, a curse upon your house, da, 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 da. And I, waffle House, Waffle House, make me a match. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, but it was very specific. Like we had the whole thing. Um, oh, that's incredible. It's written down somewhere. We'll have to get it out. It was like the Taylor family Von Trapp. Yeah, I was going to say, right. Of yeah. uh, Adolf We stood Weiss. in front of a whole group at this church camp. With Lederhosen? And, and sang it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh that is, that is that's so a good story. hilarious. Oh my gosh. We've said it before that Mama Ashley wasn't always the... Uh, most open person mm-hmm. about sex when we were younger. And I know I went to camp at church for my sex talk. Church camp for sex talk? Oh, that's where I've sent my boys. Really? Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, they did it at my school. It wasn't like camp. It was like, it was like a, a session. It's like a workshop. Oh, session. like a workshop. Right. Yeah. Like, I went yeah. to one of those as right? well. Yeah. It was like a two day yes. seminar. Oh, I send my boys. They go once a week for like six or eight weeks. What? A lot. So they're becoming medical doctors by the end? <laughs> by What's the happening? End. It's a lot of sex. Human development now. That <laughs> right. They, yeah. Right. Well, what did our friend Margie do when it came to the sex talk, Tiffany? Um, so I feel like I'm so young when this happened that my memory is, you know, half fictionalized <laughs> in my mind. I remember it. Melinda and I were sitting on the kitchen floor and she had a book and explained it. And I thought I was good to go on understanding it, but 
for years, I thought the woman had to be able to do the splits in order for this to happen. And I always struggled with the splits as a dancer. I'm not flexible. I had to really work. So I think I was always a little concerned about my ability to happen for me. Do this. <laughs> oh God, that's but amazing. that's the thing. I was young. I, yeah. I was young. I must have been six. I mean, I was. Right. I, she, I think because she was grouping me in with Melinda, who would well, have been nine. Yes, right. Um, <laughs> but it came up because you asked the question. You oh. came home. Somebody had a curse word mm. graffitied on the school bus. Oh. oh boy! And you came home and said, "What does this mean?" And she said, "Well." Let me tell you, sit down, girls. Was it the Here F- we go. Was it the, was <laughs> it, it was the, the F, F word. word. Okay. Yeah. And she yeah. said, I'm going to tell you exactly what that means. Instead of just saying, oh, it's a bad word. It was a, right. here's what that means. I'm right. a, she is a literal realist. Yes. yes. She can't tell yeah. a lie, not no. even no. to protect your feelings. Like, right. <laughs> no. absolutely not. It's, you're going to hear exactly what it is. She's yeah. like, I'm going to um, fucking and- tell you what that means. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you need to sit down. Yeah. And we're yeah. going to do it right here where we stand. Right. <laughs> it right. wasn't like, come to the living room. It was like, you asked the question in the kitchen, sit down. Tiffany, do the splits. We're going right. to talk. Yeah, I want to know, <laughs> like, was, was Margie in the splits during this conversation? Or... <laughs> There must have been something in the, there must have been a diagram in the, the Kama book. The Sutra part of the book. Yeah. I don't know what book she, do you remember Melinda? Did she I don't remember the book part. No. fabricated that whole piece of I, it too. Did. I don't know. <laughs> we're we're going to need to have Margie call into the hotline and tell us what <laughs> yeah. book that is. Yeah. Right. Also, yeah, maybe Margie does need to do this. I mean, I don't know. You know, maybe that was her personal experience was the split. So I don't know. <laughs> that is so funny. God, that's Did a really Dustin good... get the same book talk or was his I experience? don't know. He probably got sent to class. Dustin went to church camp to probably. Learn. I'm sure she would have told him too. She's yeah. just a really, really open person. She's very open so, about it. I love yeah, that. We're really open and we don't have, you know, a lot of modesty or anything going yeah, on there. So yeah. it was, it's really comfortable and casual. And if you asked her a question, she'd answer you. Oh yeah. We had a car conversation and I feel like there was a friend in the back, but maybe not, but we openly had a conversation about oral sex. Oh mm. yeah. I actually have a similar experience recently with my 10 and 12 year old and a couple of friends that were in the car. You know, Harry Styles has a song about wet dreams. Yeah. My 10 year old says, mom, what's a wet dream? And my, my 12 year old pipes up. I know what it is. It's when a boy has his period when he's sleeping. I'm like, oh my God. And then like the friend chimes in. She said, yeah, I know what it is too. My dad told me. And I'm like, okay. And then they keep asking me questions. I was like, you know, I really don't want to continue this conversation so that the little girls go home and say, what right. is hero talks yeah. about wet dreams. And that, you know, so I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be that open, but I did say you're wrong about it being a period. And it does happen when they're sleeping. We can talk about it later. <laughs> I will Pivot. say my mom is quite so open and sort of doesn't make it seem weird at See, all. That's mm. an amazing and when I way sent to be my yeah. oldest to the sex class. Mm-hmm. It was on Wednesday nights at our church and she so happened to have choir mm. the same night. Oh. So instead of me driving him and picking him oh. up, she did it. And they would go have dinner afterwards, after the class, every week. Oh, an extra session. And they would chat and chat and chat about class. Wow. And he was completely open about it. And she would come home and she would drop him off. She's like, well, we talked about this, 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 this. I'm like, whoa. And like neither one of them was embarrassed about it in the slightest. That's really cool, by the way. 
we joke now with my 15 year old like I was sex talk with grandma (laughs) (laughs) well you know what though sometimes it's probably like if she's that open and makes you feel that comfortable, it's easier to do it with grandma than with mom. Yeah. Oh, and mm-hmm. he was comfortable with us as well. I mean, that's really he had awesome. Cute little questions about it, but um, I think that makes for being yeah, a really it, good mama when you can be that open. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have to be taboo, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Well, I want to move on to something really funny, and I have a little surprise for you girls. Um, In 1984, my parents threw a raging Halloween party in the front yard of our house. Okay. This Mm -hmm. is so strange. Like who throws a party in the front yard? (laughs) Well, that's where your decorations are. Well, right. But like we, you know, in Texas, you have big front yards. Yeah. They claimed that they did it because they made the garage into a maze. Oh yeah. They made the, no, they made the garage into a haunted house. They had like these boxes where people crawled through and this whole thing. And clearly you don't remember this, but you girls were there at that party. <laughs> and I have pictures of Must it. have shocked the memory right out of me. I did. Um, this is a picture. Okay, I'm going to wait to pass see. it around. This first one is of your dad, your um, Margie, and Dustin. And then we'll put it up. And this one is of the two of you, I believe, oh my in Smurf costumes. Yes. So this is oh, proof. Smurf. Yeah. This is yeah. proof. I'm going to take it over. My mom handmade all these costumes. Really? Yes. That's why I bring it up because I want to hear about that. Yes. Although I do not remember mom wearing this outfit. Oh, yes, I do That's- actually. Yeah. I remember that. Well, I don't remember, but I've, I've, I remember the pictures. I would have been about four. Oh, yeah. What is she wearing? <laughs> your face is Tiffany. Let me see. Oh, it. gosh. Oh. You're smothered in blue paint on your face. We're trying to figure out what that costume is your mom's uh, wearing. We think your dad's okay, dressed so as a gypsy, but we can't figure out she, what yes. your mom is. She looks like she's wearing a Sunday school dress. No, it's more was more like a sock hop. Yeah. But it was slick instead of like the long. Oh it's got God. like. It was, like, it was like a it, sexy I Halloween costume. Yes, a sexy I think it was. Oh. It's hanging in her costume closet. She has an entire closet in her house with costumes. Oh my God. Still are, to this day? Oh, still. Yes. You could go in. In fact, she has all these costumes that my kids, I go to her house recycled? before Halloween and I'm like, what might fit my kids this year? That's great. We've, we've That's pulled amazing. out a devil costume that she's handmade sure. from horns to tail, the whole thing. So she's a seamstress. Um, pirate costumes. What else has she made that my boys have worn? Robin Hood. Wow. Yeah. So she's very, sounds like she's very creative Mm, and artistic. Awesome. She was an incredible seamstress. She grew Mm. up making her own clothes. Do you think you can dig up the sexy sock hop? Oh, we can find us. it. Oh, it's, it is in the closet. I'm coming over recently. to try it on. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember being a Smurf? For yes. A, oh, my God. oh, yeah. Isn't that funny? I just showed my kids pictures of Smurf costumes because my six-year-old yeah. has watched the Smurfs recently. Yeah. And I brought it up. I'm like, we were Smurfs, you know, for Halloween one year. And I got out the costume. front yard rager yeah, party. at the yeah. rager. Yeah. We're, <laughs> our, we're one. Tiffany um, was smeared in blue face. I mean, that is so funny. <laughs> Well, a couple other fun facts from that party. Whitney was only two years old and every single time she was so scared of all the costumes and anybody that held her, she peed on them. Yeah. <laughs> Why she didn't have a diaper on that, I don't know. Yeah, I think mommy was potty training me. Oh, well, come and on then, for one maybe night. Maybe not on Halloween no, night. What she, said, what she said is I was potty trained, but then she had to put me back into diapers that night oh because I kept God. peeing all over everyone. 
And then, and then one of the uh, dads at the party came as a flasher with like a trench coat <laughs> oh, and dear. boxers underneath. I mean, now that would not fly <laughs> in today's world. So. Oh my gosh. <sighs> well, I'm glad we figured that out, how we all know each other. So tw- <laughs> I'm the only one that remembers anybody as here. Smurfs. <laughs> So we communicated a little bit before this via email to learn a little bit about Margie. And a really interesting point that you guys said is that she was kind of an environmentalist. So what was Margie doing during the 80s to help the planet, Melinda? Recycling, for sure. Okay. Recycling our lunches, our lunch sacks, our, there was no waste. We did not waste. That chipped beef that Le- that Melinda oh. was talking about, those come in little jars. Glass containers. Oh, yeah. A glass oh, container uh-huh. of dried beef. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those jars were also doubled as our Drinking glasses. That was oh, our drinking glasses. Wow. Because those would get They're repurposed They're like, they were kind of small, glasses. so maybe yes. like a juice glass. Okay. We didn't, I don't remember using milk in it, but like a juice oh. glass size. Oh, I would do milk in there. Oh. But <laughs> we would reuse simply everything. Everything. And so my... I, my dream was to take a brown paper bag lunch to school right. in a brown paper bag. But the reality was I had to take a used Taco Bueno paper <laughs> bag <laughs> and, wow. and then bring that home no. so it could be used again yes. and again. God, that's and extreme. The same with the... It, she's extreme, like the sandwich bag. So we would have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that would come in a, a little sandwich bag, sure. uh, like the little clear plastic. Yeah, Ziploc. And that would also need to come home at the end of the day, so it could be re- reused, even though yeah, because it's, it's not it's not trash with, yet, right? So you don't, yeah, you reuse. Does she still do this? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Growing up. We really would, we played outside all the time mm-hmm. and played, you know, when, when it was icy. I feel like it never snowed when we were kids, but it no, iced all I the don't time. Think so. mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, we, we would go out and play in the ice, but we didn't have snow boots. Mom would save <laughs> bread bags. Wow. And Did it we work? wore bread bags over our tennis shoes oh so that our God. shoes Brilliant. wouldn't get wet Smart. and they would just get rubber banded around and out we went in our <laughs> wow. bread bags. You know what? This woman is, yeah. But you know what? Our shoes never got wet. Right. She was ahead of her time. <laughs> she was. Yeah. And we were the most popular kids in school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you look at it now is that you've really contributed to our planet. <laughs> no, it's also It's honestly, it's so funny and it's, it's, it comes from such a good place and it's the smallest and easiest way to build character. So yes. I love that part of our, so of our true. history. Oh, I love that too. <laughs> to end the show, we move on to our rapid fire uh, segment of the show. Tiffany, what's one word to describe your mom? Fun. I was going to say the same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, go ahead, Melinda, your turn. About, I say what? Like loving. Very loving. Yes. But also really fun. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. We know that. Okay. Melinda, what is one trait that you get from Margie? Um, I like to read. Does that hmm. count as a trait? Well, sure. Know. Okay. Hobby, trait. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Tiffany? Yeah, I think love of nature and being outdoors, even though I didn't 
I didn't appreciate it as a child. Now suddenly like you grow up and you're all of a sudden you're your mom instantly. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's true. That's true. I really have turned into mom when I am on nature walks and pulling my kids into nature walks. Right. That's so <laughs> I have, nice. I have my mother's daughter there. Yes. yes. And what I have realized too is I have an appreciation for the road trips that she built for us. Oh, yes. And I have done that for my children. At least I'm striving to do that for them. Mm. You know, I kind of internet search before we go on yeah, trips to find really little sweet. things. And I, I know going in, I am doing this because my mom created this memory for it's me. Beautiful. And so I'm trying to build that for my it's kids. really beautiful. That's wonderful. Melinda, what's one thing you'd like for Mama Margie to take away from hearing this podcast today? To know how loved and valued she is. Mm. Mm. Tiffany? I was actually going to say that exact same thing. (laughs) More than one word, but. (laughs) But to know that people think highly of her. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Gosh. One last one. It's an important one. (laughs) Tiffany, what's your mom's favorite cuss word? Ooh, Margie's not a big cusser. No, she's not. Oh, no. I picked that up on my own in high school. And <laughs> I just started letting it fly. And I, her face was like, what? You know, we were just always really open. Right. And uh, I guess I thought it was A-OK to just start <laughs> flinging If she around. cussed when we were kids, we would bust out laughing. It right. killed the mood that yeah. she was trying to instill. Like, she was furious about yeah. something. And if she said... Damn it, girls! Yeah, right. It, it was so out of character. So, back, yeah. so out of character. You, everybody just starts laughing. She's like, God damn it! <laughs> We're trying to say it again. Right. It was just ridiculous. That's, and she might yeah. like, we would stamp our foot and act like we're so mad too because she's just <laughs> like blown a fuse that like you just didn't see. It, she was not a cusser, but if she did, it was more funny than right. Whoa, mom's that mad. Is so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of her passing no. much. She was she was the one who always kept things pretty together because our dad would be comically angry. Right. And for yeah. some reason, like we weren't scared of it. We just made us laugh too. Yes. Yes. And he'd be like tossing the <laughs> no one's watching TV until we find the remote. Yeah. He's like tossing all the couch cushions. <laughs> and we're just like laughing our heads yeah. off. Uh, like this is I, I don't know why we found that all so funny. <laughs> but she was pretty even keel, you know, by comparison. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, I have loved hearing about our friend, the young, the beautiful Margie. Yes. And tell us where uh, we can follow you, find you, anything that you want to talk about, promote your show. So, Melinda, tell us. Okay. Tune into Fox 4. Okay. That's it. What time is that? I do the noon, noon newscast. And I really try to temper the bad news. I try to fill it with good news. We love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, I book for the morning show also. So, we try to book you know, inspiring guests. Okay. Right. Well, if you, if you feel inspired at all by this episode, maybe we can yeah. talk later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tiffany, what's the latest and the greatest with Tiff's Treats? What do we need yeah, to know? So Tiff's Treats, um, you can find us at uh, just Google Tiff's Treats, anything, but cookiedelivery.com is our website. We've got a website, a mobile app um, on all of the social channels. That's going to be Tiff's Treats. And we are just consistently expanding to new areas with our on-demand, uh, bake-to-order warm cookie delivery. So check us out if you're in one of our many areas. Yes. What's the Instagram handle for that? Uh, I think it's Tiff's Treats. Yeah, 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 it's Tiff's Treats. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Well, ladies, thank you both so much. Thank we you. might not remember each other from the younger years, but I feel like 
We've made some great memories here yeah. today, yes. and we hope that that would continue right. moving yeah. forward. It's nice yes. to reconnect. Yes. We'll end the show as we always do. Wit, I love you. I love your show. I love you. I love your show. And hey, Tiff, I love you. Okay, love you, sis. <laughs> You're supposed you, sis. to say, Tiffany, I love you. I love your show. Oh, sorry. That's okay. We have to love each other's show. Yeah. Well, Melinda, I love I your show. I do have show. a show. Right. You so do have a show. That makes sense. It's perfect. All right. Thank you so thanks. much. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Hey, Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit, or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already and feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at heysiseatthis.com.